This is the Lefty Lucy Ratty Tatty Jackson Connor in the Middle Show with your host, Craig Allen. If you're tired of seeing the media cater to the far right and the far left, if you're sick of talking points from the extremes, if you would rather hear about ways America could get along, then you're listening to your new favorite guide from the political void, also known as the middle of America politics. Let's join our host for an entertaining look at politics. Here's Craig Allen. And thank you, Will J, for that amazing announcement. This is our new show, Righty Tidy Lefty Lucy, a Texan caught in the middle. I am that Texan caught in the middle. My name is Craig Allen. Uh, this show wants to focus on what is good about America and how we as Americans can get along. What Patrick Henry said, united we stand, divided we fall, really means something these days. We need to ID our common foes. We need to look at Russia and China, Iran, North Korea, and find ways to defeat them. Our president is in trouble and has made a disaster of our country. I want to see America stop bickering and find ways to discuss our differences and disagreements in a civil way, just like we did after World War II. There is a reason why they call the greatest generation the greatest generation. It's not because of anything perfect that they did. They weren't perfect people. It wasn't for that reason at all, but it's because they came together for the cause of freedom. They came together because of love, of country and love of each other. They fought for each other and they also fought for Europe and other countries all around the world and ensure that they were able to be free from tyrants such as Hitler. What I'm looking for in this podcast is to unite our country together. We want to defeat fascism and communism just like they did in World War II. We don't need stupidity. We don't need riots. We don't need hate mail. We don't need angry social media flying off the handle every time someone says something. We need to learn more together and to learn to work together just like we did as kids in the sandbox and on the playground where we had to learn to get along. Uh, we don't need throwing sand in each other's face. Uh, the country in the world that really hates America and wants it to go down is Russia. I don't even know if the Russian people are that way or if it's just their government, but they want us to go down. There, there's some other countries that probably fit that bill as well, like Iran, China, North Korea, etc. They hate us. And when we hate each other, we play into their hands. We are giving them what they want. Yes. I certainly have beliefs. I'm not in the middle on everything. I said I lean center right. So I am on the left on environmentalism. I'm an environmentalist, not a wacko, nutty environmentalist. I don't love every animal. I believe in hunting and I believe in fishing and I even fish myself. But I do believe that we need to protect our precious resources and our air and clean up our rivers and make sure that our oceans are clean. I do believe that we need to curb our drug situation and I do believe we need to do radical things to do it. I don't believe what Trump did was the right thing and I'll get to more of that on a different show but we need to have some medicine and some drug reform. I believe that we need to work together on some things and we need to find some common ground. So on food regulations, as an example, I'm a diabetic and I love the fact that Obama put into some legislation that certain restaurants, certain types of food have to put the carbs on their food labels to show me how many carbs I'm eating. That's a good thing. 
And we need more of those types of regulations to keep people alive, to keep people healthy. What we don't need is overregulation. The government telling us what to do in cases that we don't need it. A lot of cases from the far left, we get overregulation, almost to the point that you can't even do business anymore. I'm also on the left on capital punishment. I do not believe in capital punishment. I am pro-life all the way across the board. So I'm in the middle on some things. I'm for women in combat, but I do believe in certain prohibitions on that. I'm for certain poverty programs. I am not a socialist. I have never believed in socialism or communism or anything like that. But I am in the middle on certain economic programs that we need to come to agreement on because we're never going to get the radical left or the radical right to agree in this country. Amen. We're going to have to have some middle ground. Yes. I don't want guns taken away. I am not in the middle on that, but I do believe gun control is not really an issue over guns. Yahoo. I believe it's an issue over mental health, yes. the shooter problem, shooters in schools, shooters in malls, shooters in public places. That is not a gun control problem. That is a mental health problem. We need to put resources and assets into our mental health system. We need to take some of these people off the street. But again, that's something we can talk about in another program. This is an introductory program, so I'm not getting too deep into any one subject. Instead, I want us to find ways to look at a solution for issues, the women's pay issue. Women still, in certain cases, say they are not being paid enough. But Obama himself, in his own White House, did not pay women as equally as it did men. And you hear the left screaming, women's pay, women's pay. They're just making it a political issue. Let's find ways to find solutions to things. And so I'm in the middle on finding those solutions. Ah. And then on healthcare reform, we're never going to get the far right and the far left to agree on healthcare reform in this country. But there are some ways that we can find middle ground to deal with that issue. I'm on the right on gun control. Draw. I don't believe in having guns taken away. I don't believe that we should regulate guns to help deal with the shooter problem. As I said, it's a mental health issue. I'm on the right on economics in general. When you get to uh, most capitalist issues, I'm on the right. However, I do believe that we have some crony capitalist issues. Look at how there's so many mergers in this country of huge companies. And those huge companies try to dictate not just how companies work or what products are made, but they try to dictate morals and they try to dictate their personal beliefs, the CEOs in these companies. And that is wrong on every level. In this country, we are free to believe what we want. And even if you don't like that person believing what they want to believe, they have the right to believe it. And they should be able to have a job unless there's some kind of extreme nutcase, which we can deal with the mental health aspect. I'm also on the right on immigration. However, I do believe we need to reform our good legal immigration system and fix that so that legal immigration is easier. I don't believe, though, that we should be allowing this migrant situation to occur at the borders. And I think we need to close the borders. That's just my beliefs. I would be willing to look at ways to compromise. We just need to deal with the border. And the far left and the far right have far disagreement on it. The only way that anything's ever going to get done on the border is for those two groups to come together. I am on the right on LGBTQ issues, but a lot of those on the right don't show enough respect, and I believe in respect. I'm also on the right on our education system. I don't want to throw it all out. (laughs) There's some people who have actually advocated throwing our entire education system out, starting all over again. I don't believe that. I think we should look at California, which has thrown tons and tons of money at their education system, and it's failing miserably. And I think that if you combine money and liberal left-wing agenda, far left-wing agenda, you are going to fail. 
And that is what California is doing. Instead, we need some compromise. We need to look at our education system and not spend money on it. I'm on the right. I don't want to spend money on our education system. Education is about one thing, teaching our kids to read, write, learn, not indoctrinate, not teach them nutty things. I'm also on the right on abortion. I don't believe in ever killing a person. I think you're not allowing God to deal with that person. And that is my viewpoint on that. And then on policing, I'm also on the right. Why attack the people that protect us from total anarchy? I think it's stupid. I think it's foolish. And I think it's the worst thing that we have done to our society and that we have done to our country. And you see it in the inner cities now. The inner cities are falling apart. I don't want to see families breaking up over politics and getting angry over politics. I think it's the silliest thing I can ever think of. There is a lot more to talk about out there than politics. There's sports, there's movies, there's entertainment. There's a lot of things. I also want people to think for themselves. You don't have to be on the far right or the far left on every issue. Maybe you want compromise. Maybe you want to be in the middle. It's nuts to think that you have to believe everything that Sean Hannity or Rachel Maddow or some far right or far left person tells you to believe. You can agree with some of the things they say and some of the things they say are right, but some of the things they say are wrong and you can disagree with them. You have a brain. You got your high school diploma, your college education or whatever you got. You have a brain. You can think for yourself. You don't have to believe everything that a nut tells you. We have some nuts telling people what to believe in this country. So don't Sit and listen to Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, or whatever is trying to drive you one way. It drives you towards hating the other side. You need to think for yourself. We don't need hate in this country. Hate is for fools. If you don't think of anything else I've said today, remember that quote. You must love your neighbor. You must love your fellow man. Our country needs God and it needs each other more than ever. We can't do anything together without love for one another. My dad was part of the greatest generation. He was part of the World War II generation. He fought in World War II in Japan. And I remember my dad uh, having good friends after the war come over and they were friends from all different belief systems. And because they were in war and they met people like this, they learned to get along with people like this because they were all on one common side, fighting fascism, fighting dictators, fighting hate, fighting evil. And that's what we should be doing. We should not be at Americans' throats. We should be at Putin's throat for invading Ukraine. We should not be at each other's throat. We should be at China's throat for trying to infiltrate our social media system and tearing apart our kids' lives. Let's love each other. Let's not hate each other. My dad could sit around and talk politics for hours with somebody without agreeing with them at all. And there was no hate. There was no screaming. There was no shouting matches. There was no burning down cities. (laughs) There was no filling each other's social media system. Of course, it didn't exist, but there was none of that. What is driving all this hate? What is behind the social media hate? I can tell you it's China. I can tell you it's Russia. I can tell you it's Putin. You need to ignore this. Follow the leaders that you agree with. Vote for them and then go out and love your neighbor. After all, this is what Jesus taught us to do. If you don't believe in Christianity, there are the great leaders in other religions who've also taught love as well. But I am a Christian and I believe totally that Jesus taught us to love one another. And in a moment after this break, I'll talk more about my background, where my politics comes from, where my views come from. I've been almost all the way around the world and I was able to see politics in other countries and this has helped to sway my views. The other part that has helped to sway my views is seeing 
love seeing the Christianity in people's lives and seeing one person do something else for the other. I was raised in poverty and in poverty, people look out for each other. If there's a can't, others who help can. If there's a, I don't have something but need it, and the key word here is need, people who have it look out for those who need it. And people who are sick and need help or in trouble, there are those who have it or have help or can give help. They look out for those and they help. And that is what the U.S. once was, at least more so, much more so than it is now, even though there may be others who think that's not the case. What has changed us? I'm going to say it in one word, wealth. Wealth has changed us. There is contributing factors to this wealth, the internet, big corporations, computers, Hollywood, the media, they've all changed us. And it may be that it's changed us forever, but I think that we can do something about that. And it has not changed us for the better. What could we do to change it back? Well, that's what this show is about. And guess what? We might have some answers and we're gonna talk about that. Coming up on this next segment, more about my background and how that affects my outlook on politics, on the media, on the world, on everything that has happened in history and the world around us. That's coming up next. Joining the Lefty Lucy Righty Tidy show, a Texan caught in the middle. I am Craig Allen, once again, your host. I am a former Austin, Texas radio personality and a music minor. And just to let you know a little hint of why you're hearing so much music on our show, music is a big part of my life. I think it sets a great mood for our show. I think it also gives you a little bit of hope 
when you hear inspiring music. And you're going to hear a lot of inspiring, hopeful music on our show because I believe we need a lot more God in our country, a lot more prayer in our country, and a lot more hope in our country. You look at our president standing up there. It looks like he can barely stand up there, frankly, and he looks like a wimp. And we need a president, I think, who isn't a wimp, a president who will stand up there and look proud. I don't care who that president is, as long as they will represent our country, all of us, not just a part, but all of us, and a president that speaks for all of us. And we once had presidents that did that. I have a political background, as I said, and I was in Austin, Texas, radio personality, but then I went into the business world and I was very successful in the business world, 22 years in the business world, but my health forced me out of the business world. But I have a political science major, I have a BA in political science. As I like to say, I have a BA in BS because <laughs> political science, <laughs> let's just put it bluntly, is a lot of BS. I have a minor in music. And so, like I said, you'll hear a lot of music and I love music and I still have music in my life. I still play music and I still perform music here and there, but I can't do it nearly as much as I once did because of my health. A little bit about my background. In my past, I was able to visit NATO. I met a lot of different people there, a lot of different leaders from a lot of different backgrounds around the world who spoke a lot of different languages, wore a lot of different uniforms. I was able to even eat lunch at NATO in the NATO lunchroom with all of the different leaders from around the world. And I spoke to a lot of different people and got a lot of different perspectives on the world. I was able to visit the European Union. I found out that what they were responsible for and what they were looking forward to, um, I was able to even give a presentation to them on my view of what the European Union could be. And then they gave me their presentation back on what they thought the European Union could be. Um, I was chosen to represent my university at a summit with other university students from around the world. I was an intern at the Texas State Capitol. During my political ramblings, I was able to meet such leaders as George W. Bush, Ann Richards, Senator Phil Graham, Senator Lloyd Benson, uh, Governor Greg Abbott, Lieutenant Governor David Dewhurst, among many other leaders, some state leaders in Texas, such as Wilhelmina Delco, Carolyn Park. I worked with these people while I was an intern, and then I was also a legislative aide at the state capitol, and I worked there for two years. And I got to learn a lot about the state capitol, and I got to learn a lot about politics, and I found out I didn't want to go into a career in politics because I saw so many dirty things. And I also just found a really excellent opportunity in the business world, and I took it. And I did really well in the business world. And it made me appreciate the fact that I didn't go into politics because I saw so many dirty things. And a lot of those dirty things that I saw in politics, I now see in the national political realm. And I'm hoping that maybe through our little program, people would change. People would change their hearts towards each other because I see a lot of bitterness, a lot of fighting, a lot of evil, frankly, a lot of people who hate each other. And there is not a lot of basis, a lot of background for that hate. There's just a lot of fabricated hate, fabricated by the media. I would like to see that stop. I personally worked in campaigns. As part of my background, I was was able to work in political campaigns. I put out signs. I monitored campaign headquarters. I was able to go around and knock on doors. I spoke to people from a lot of different backgrounds, both Democrats, Republicans, independents. I spoke to people from varying ages, uh, from the very old to the very young, different uh, places in 
in the world, different states even. What I learned was that everybody has their own opinion. Everybody has their own uh, basis for their beliefs. And you should respect the fact that they have an opinion. When we all listen to each other and we learn from each other, we all do better. We all get along better. And frankly, we make better decisions. We make better decisions as a team when we listen to each other. In the business world, I learned that when one person makes a decision and when you have a team of people who all think alike has the least success, has the most trouble, has the worst basis for making money, for doing well. When your team has more diversity, when it has different backgrounds, when it has different motivations behind it, your team does better. And I think the world, if they would learn to listen to each other and they would learn to work together, they would find out the same thing. We found that out during World War II. The team that beat Hitler wasn't a team of people from all the same background. It was the Soviet Union, the communists. It was the French. It was the tea-sipping uppity British. And it was the diverse American. A whole bunch of people with them, including Mexico and Canada and a whole bunch of other countries that never get mentioned. Sorry. That was the team that beat Hitler. And who was Hitler's team? It was largely a bunch of dictators, just like Hitler. Japan, Italy, and even though it's not well spoken of, Spain. Spain was on Hitler's side secretly. And when we hear from all sides, when we work across the aisle, and that's what I learned, when we work with both sides, we win. So that's a little bit about my political background. I learned a lot from working with all of these people. And on the next segment of the show, we'll get into what uh, we're going to do on the show. Some of these different segments we're going to have, some of the different things that we're going to try to do and we're going to work on. So we'll talk about that in just a moment.
I want to welcome you all back to Lefty Lucy Righty Tidy, a Texan caught in the middle. I am Craig Allen, your host, the Texan caught in the middle. This is politics from the middle. Uh, We're looking at ways to agree in this country, or at least disagree civilly. We're not looking at President Donald Trump. We're not talking about President Donald Trump unless we are looking at ways that we can all either agree with Donald Trump or disagree with Donald Trump in a civil way so that we can get back to discussing issues in this country rather than yelling and screaming at each other. That's what this new show is about. This new podcast will focus on different looks at our political system, at our current structure. We'll look back at the past. We're gonna also look at the future. We're going to follow this next election really closely with my political background. Um, I have been able to predict the last four out of six presidential elections. In fact, if you want to go back to Facebook in 2016, I put on Facebook two weeks before the presidential election, I predicted the Donald Trump victory exactly. Even went down to the state by state listing of the election and I only missed the election by two states predicting it exactly the way it would go. And so I have credentials here. I I have done this for many, many years, somewhat for myself, just as a novice, but also going public with it and just telling my family, hey, this is the way the election is going to go. So I have some some background here. And like I said uh, earlier, I hate talking about Donald Trump. This isn't about Donald Trump. I'm sick of the media talking about Donald Trump. He gets way too much attention, both from the left and the right. Too much negative attention from the left, too much positive attention from the right. This shouldn't be a media cult of personality in this country. We should have somebody that we can look up to for the things that they have done. And there were things about Donald Trump's presidency that he did right. The problems with Donald Trump's presidency is the things that he did on Twitter, where he went and proclaimed himself the greatest president of all time and began to make fun of people and began to put other people down. We don't need that from our political leaders, which is why I say we need new choices for this upcoming election. We don't need President Joe Biden, who has failed as a president to bring us to new heights. Uh, We have runaway inflation. We have runaway debt. We have runaway problems with crime. We have runaway problems with all sorts of malignant issues that are affecting our country. And then with President Donald Trump, we had a lot of great things, but we had his runaway mouth affecting us negatively and causing strife and tension. And we need a young leader, somebody that will take pride in our country and unite us. And that is what I am calling for with this new podcast. There is no one in this country who should take themselves a little too seriously. We want to lash out to take our politicians a little too seriously. Well, why? Why should we take our politicians too seriously? What have they done to warrant that? And I think Donald Trump is one of those politicians that we have taken way too seriously. He likes attention. He wants your attention. He wants you to focus on him. And why should we do that? I don't think we should be focusing on Donald Trump like this. And I want to stop taking our politicians way too seriously. They are not perfect. They never will be perfect. There's not one politician, one leader in our history that was perfect. And the only man that I know in history that was perfect or woman was Jesus. 
And Jesus was the only perfect person that I ever knew. Let's not look for perfect politicians. Let's look for great leaders, someone who will step up, even though they may make mistakes, they're going to make them from the heart. Let's look for someone who's going to try to unite us, not divide us, someone who's not going to cause strife and tension in this country, but try to do the right thing for us going forward. So looking ahead, uh, one of the segments that we're going to have, it will be called Poli Sci for the Normal Guy. Each week we will have programming about um, a political topic. Uh, maybe it's the political topic of the week, something that everyone's been discussing, or maybe it's one that I just bring up because I think it's important, maybe for the election or something that's going on in our country. Topics may include abortion, gun control, crime, uh, policies, policing, women's rights, health care, maybe costs, maybe policies, LGBTQ rights, uh, foreign wars. We'll break down those problems. We'll break down laws regarding those issues, current issues in campaigns. We'll break down the status of the issue that's going on in the election. We'll talk about the evolution of these issues, and we'll talk about the party's current views on these issues and where that's going forward. Another segment that we'll be working on will be our Greatest American Heroes segment. When I went to Google, to talk about American heroes, to begin researching American heroes. Google thinks that greatest American hero person is an 80s TV show and a person by the name of William Catt. And no matter what I tried to do to manipulate greatest American hero, I came up with either William Catt or Eddie Griffin or some video game people. But the people I'm talking about are none of those people. I'm talking about great American heroes like Abraham Lincoln, people who united our country, like George Washington, yes. like Ronald Reagan, you like Franklin D. Roosevelt after the Great Depression, like Thomas Jefferson, Martin Luther King, who fought for civil rights and walked arm in arm with leaders from all sides who knew that civil rights was the right thing to do in this country for those people who deserved yes. it. Clara Barton, maybe someone that you've never thought about as a... Ooh uniting leader before, the lady who helped found the Red Cross in this country, Dwight Eisenhower, who helped bring about uniting our country with the highway system, the current infrastructure that we have, Teddy Roosevelt, uh, James Madison, maybe some other presidents that you haven't thought of, and then some non-presidents like Ben Franklin, uh, Robert E. Lee, how about that one for a uniter? Someone you've probably never thought of as a uniter. Then someone who turned his back on his country and fought against his country, but where the union part of it comes in is what he did after he surrendered and rejoined his country. And we'll talk about that when we profile Robert E. Lee. Some others that I want to highlight are Jesse Owens, Marian Anderson, a great opera singer that you may never have heard of, but I think is a very important figure in American history. A great integrator, someone you may never have thought of as a great integrator, like Louis Armstrong. Someone you may not consider a great leader necessarily, but someone who helped unite our country in a time of great strife, like Gerald Ford, Jim Thorpe as a great uniter. And then some others that I'll quickly name off that had different ways in which they led our country. John Philip Sousa, Glenn Miller, Dolly Madison, George Gershwin, Hedy Lamar, George M. Cohen, uh, James Cagney, Bob Hope. Now, Bob Hope is definitely a leader and through his help with our military led our country. 
among many others that we will highlight on this program. Please come back to hear our Greatest American Heroes segment. Find out more information about these leaders, among others that we will highlight. And these are just a couple of the segments that we will be talking about on the new Lefty Lucy Righty Tidy A Texan Caught in the Middle show. I am your host, Craig Allen. Coming up, we will be talking about a few more interesting segments that I hope will keep your attention. We'll be talking about campaign moments. We'll be talking about the Uniter Not Dividers and some inspiring moments. So stay tuned. This again is the Lefty Lucy Righty Tidy A Texan Caught in the Middle show. I am your host, Craig Allen. Thank you for listening and I hope you're enjoying the show. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome back to Lefty Lucy, Righty Tidy, A Texan Caught in the Middle. I am your host, Craig Allen, and this show will be a different kind of show. We will be talking from the heart here about politics in America and a different message for politics in America. We are talking from the heart and we are talking to each other. We are talking issues. We are discussing issues. We are voting on issues, hopefully, and we are spreading the message of peace and union, not divisiveness, not dirty politics. We'd like to have a different choice going forward. We'd like to have a newer, younger voice in the Oval Office. I would like to say this new show will be from the heart and these segments will be from the heart. I want to spread a new message for politics in this country. And I hope you will help me by going out and talking with your neighbor, with your relative, with your friends. Let's have a different voice in this country of more union. Let's not let Putin or the Chinese divide us. 
let's fight them by uniting together. And without further ado, here are some more segments we're going to talk about on the show. Another segment on our show will be our Uniter, Not Divider of the Week. Each week, we will highlight someone who helps our country by uniting it, saying things that help unify our country, by saying things that uplift, not negate our country's actions, by doing things that help bring our country together, by doing things that help our country as a whole. We want someone who is a part of the solution to help our country, not Someone who continues divisive politics just exacerbates the problems that we currently have. As an example, someone who is a politician who instead of speaking out against inflation and doing something, introducing a bill that helps stop or curb inflation, they continue to rattle against another politician who they think is making inflation worse and all they do is speak, 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 speak and do nothing about it. We want someone who is doing something and doing it in a positive way. And that will be a segment that we talk about each week. So that will be a current politician, not necessarily a great American leader or a current leader in our country. Maybe not even someone who is a politician, but someone who definitely speaks out from whatever position they have to help unify our country, but they must be a unifier. It won't be a politician who is not a unifier. Our first uniter, not divider, will be Joe Manchin. I will point out the reasons why behind this during our first program. Next segment will be campaign in the membrane, insanity in the brain moment of the week. So following the campaigns, we will talk about what has changed, uh, different polling positions that our campaigns are in, the rising and falling of different politicians, who said what on the campaign trail, who did what on the campaign trail, and we will follow what did the campaigns do each week. Uh, where did they go? What happened? Did something significant happen that I think will change the direction of the campaigns? Did something happen that I think might end someone's campaign, maybe in the earlier parts of the season? After the uh, campaign season is over, that's one that will fall away until the midterms come up. We will have some replacement segments. And there will be a few more segments as a part of our program. And the next segment will be inspire and admire moment of the week. And we will talk about uplifting stories, quotes, people and topics from not only the campaign trail, but from other parts of maybe not just the United States, but the world that affect the United States. This podcast will be all about our country, but it will also be about how our country affects the world. We will also have a short segment each week about our honorary Dan Quill ah! moment of the week. The blunder, the misspeak, the mishap, the misfortunate moments where politicians wreck their week, their campaign, or even their political dreams and careers. We'll have a moment each week where that's the end for that politician, possibly, or at least they had a miserable week because of it. And then finally, a segment called the joy killing moment of the week, where maybe sports, movies, TV, other types of entertainment, uh, YouTube, etc., are interrupted or ruined by politics. We love our sports. We love our movies. But why do they need politics? Why do they make them worse? What makes them worse? How does it make them worse? Why do we need politics in our entertainment? And that's the whole purpose of this uh, short segment. And then we'll have a wrap-up teaser uh, segment where we'll look ahead to the next week's program. 
a segment that we also will have intermittently uh, will be the Weird Al inspired foil hat nut job hot off the presses conspiracy theory a segment of the week where we'll discuss the latest jfk assassination theories weather theories alien theories bigfoot theories uh missing airline theories bill clinton theories whatever you want to talk about as far as crazy nut job theories and we'll have a moment there where i will look at what I think is probably the most interesting new uh, conspiracy theory or interesting new theory that might have come out in the press that week. Thank you again for joining us for this introductory podcast about our new show, where we have been highlighting what is coming up in our program. Stay with us through the break because we're going to highlight next week's edition of the show and talk about a few segments that you will hear and highlight what you will hear on the new show. So stay with us and thanks to all of you. Again, to Lefty Lucy, Righty Tidy, a Texan caught in the middle. I'm your host, Craig Allen. You are listening to a podcast that will be a mostly weekly program that focuses in on politics and politics from the middle of the country. We are looking for a better discussion on politics going forward, a positive discussion. We're looking for ways to solve problems in this country, bring about a better solution, and that will be the focus of our podcast and what we're going to be talking about. We are going to focus on the election going forward. We're going to talk about how elections work. We're going to talk about presidential elections particularly and how the electoral college works and why it is so important to how our country works and how the power structure works in our country. We're going to talk about congressional and senatorial elections, and we're going to focus in on the issues that are important to this election as a whole and maybe some certain races that are out there. We're going to talk about maybe some of those running and some of those important elections and those 
those important races. We're gonna do some features and those features we've highlighted so far. And the first one is gonna focus on Joe Manchin as a uniter. We're gonna talk about him and highlight his initiative to unify our country. <laughs> We're also gonna talk about other new leaders who are shining through and inspiring our nation. And one in particular that I will focus on next week. Uh, we also are going to have some funny segments and some segments where we make fun of some politicians or make fun of politics. <laughs> and that's not to be irreverent, but politics can be both fun and funny. All and right. frankly, I think we need to lighten up in this country. I think wow, that right. we have not done a good job of lightening up with this generation. I think it's particularly become too tight and too argumentative and too tough with their politics. Yes. And I think we need to have more fun. And the words of Ronald Reagan after he was shot and lying on the stretcher right before he was about to go into surgery and he looked up at the surgeon who were about to do the surgery to remove the bullets. He said with a totally straight face, I hope you're all Republicans. And before that point and before going into surgery, he had said to his wife, honey, I forgot to duck. And with Reagan, humor was a big part of being a politician. And that's the type of jokes and comedy that we need to bring back to our country. It's way too serious out there. We take ourselves too seriously and we take our politics too seriously. And I think we need to lighten it up. We need to look at life as more than just politics. Our country is in serious trouble and we need serious answers. And hopefully we're gonna talk about some of those serious answers on this show, but we're also gonna lighten it up as President Ronald Reagan did and many other politicians did that helped bring about some better answers in this country. It was really the ones who struggled that were the most serious. And if you look at our president right now, that's what he's doing. He's serious all the time and he's struggling all the time. Let's bring back the jokes. Let's be funny and let's be less serious and let's try to build a better America. Please join me again on this same platform. This is Lefty Lucy, Righty Tidy, a Texan caught in the middle. I am your host, Craig Allen. Thank you again for joining us. Thank Thank you all out there for listening and we'll see you again next time.